batter up. by the dugout of Millwood. I am Mike Griffin. Take you through the world of Major League Baseball. Talking about the big series as we're entering the final week of the Major League Baseball season before the playoffs begin. We got massive series ahead that we will definitely talk about for the weekend. We'll talk about the Padres who suddenly have a chance to get into the playoffs and dive into that. But we'll start the show where we started this show so many times this season with Shohei Otani, who it was announced on Tuesday that he underwent an elbow procedure. Uh, This is a statement on Otani from his agent, Nez Bellello. I hope I said that right. Uh, Shohei had a procedure this morning at Curlin and Job Orthopedic Clinic in Los Angeles. The final decision and type of procedure was made with a heavy emphasis on the big picture. Shohei wanted to make sure the direction taken gave him every opportunity to hit and pitch for many years to come, said Neil Elitrash, the MD who performed the procedure. Quote, the ultimate plan after deliberation with Shohei was to repair the issue at hand and to reinforce the healthy ligament in place while adding viable tissue for the longevity of the elbow. I expect a full recovery and he'll be ready to hit without any restrictions come opening day of 2024 and do both hit and pitch come 2025, close quote. Shohei is resting and in good spirits, and excited to be on the road to recover. So that's the quote right there, for, or that's the statement made by Shelley's agent and the MD who performed his elbow procedure. So there's a couple of things to dive into. I think the first big one is this was not Tommy John search. From what they, they've said, this is totally different. It's a different kind of procedure. So that there's that part of this process. Part two of this process, and it's it comes at the end. He should be ready to hit by opening day of 2024. Excuse me, and willing to do both by 2025. So that would mean for whatever team signs him this winter, you are going to sign him for at least one year where he does not do both. Now, 
Whether that hurts him financially or not, I don't think it will. But it's definitely something to monitor. The other thing I would monitor is this. And I've said this before when, when he, he it was reported he has the torn UCL. I think if you're an owner or a GM who's going to sign him, I think you have to ask him to pick one. And it, it's a difficult situation. I get it. But this is his second elbow surgery. He's got an oblique issue. You know, to end this season. Not that it matters because the Angels aren't going anywhere. But it, 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 I, I think at some point he's going to have to make a decision on which he's going to do. I think that I'd love to be a fly on all of those conversations just to see if anyone does ask him. Listen, if you had to pick one, would you rather pitch or would you rather hit? Or could he pitch out of the bullpen? Is that something that, that in re- reality could be a thing? I don't know. I, I just don't know. There's a lot of question marks here for Shohei Otani. But one thing is for sure. Every team in baseball should at least make the call and just see gauge interest now, the big ones are going to be in there. Uh, you know, the Dodgers are going to be in there. The Giants are going to be in there. Um, you know, I read something about maybe the Red Sox have some interest. Maybe the Mets. Uh, even if it's a fake interest from these teams, Mets, Red Sox, whoever, you have to do the due diligence because we've never seen anything like him before. So that that just has to be made. Now, whether you sign or not, listen, that one team's gonna sign you. That's it. But you have to make sure you at least get the interview and at least have that face-to-face conversation with them. So that's what's important here. The other thing, and, and I've been reading this stuff on, online and seeing it sometimes on, on um, the MLB Network is, despite his injuries, he's still the AL MVP in 2023. The answers are resounding yes, because nobody did what he did. You know, he leads the American League in home runs. He he had this unbelievable year, and despite his team not being good which, I mean, we could dive into that at any point. He still carried them to be relevant in the second half of the season. That's important. And for me, he is the most valuable player in the American League this year. I don't think it's close. You can give me Corey Seager all you want. Corey Seager's missed games this year. You could give me... Who else you want to come at me with for the AL MVP? Because I think it should be unanimous with, with, with Otani, the year he's had. And I don't mean that as disrespect to anybody else. But the year he's had has been truly remarkable. So uh, he undergoes elbow surgery. 
We'll see what happens this winter in his free agency process. Uh, that That's going to be something to watch. The other thing I wanted to talk about, and then we'll dive into the weekend, uh, the, the Padres and some of the weekend series. The Tampa Bay Rays are getting a new ballpark. They have a deal in place for a new stadium in St. Petersburg. Uh, it'll be $1.3 billion. Uh, and it's set to open in 2028. So the Rays have been, let's be honest, the drop is not pretty. So the Rays are going to get a new ballpark in, in five years. It's They're going to remain in Florida in the Tampa-St. Pete area. Which makes you just look at what the A situation was. Like, like, like that's who you feel bad for. But he, he, here's the thing, Rays fans. Because I get to watch you often because you play the Yankees. And you're on, on the MLB network a lot. You get a new ballpark, you got to go to the games. Whether the team's good, not good, indifferent, you got to go to the games. Because they look at Oakland. The Coliseums doesn't look pretty, but they were filling that place when the A's were relevant. And then the owner decided to make the A's irrelevant, and then voila. So the Rays are going to get a new ballpark. That's the challenge now in, in, in for Florida. In Florida, go to the games. All right. Let, let's move on. We'll talk about the wild card races in a minute, but we got to talk about the Padres. The San Diego Padres, who are 75 and 78, they have now won seven in a row. They're eight and two in their last 10, and they've moved into four games <clears throat> of that final uh, wild card spot. And here's who they end the year with. This weekend, they get the Cardinals, who aren't very good. Then. They go to San Francisco, the team directly in front of them. They're not playing well. And then they end the season in Chicago against the White Sox, who are on their way to losing 100 games. That is what is stopping the Padres right now in the National League Wild Card race. That that's what's stop that that's what's in front of the Padres. Now the Giants team in front of them, they got three more with the Dodgers this weekend. Then they play the Padres. Then they play the Dodgers again. The Reds, they got the Pirates, the Guardians, and the Cardinals. 
So that the, they're heavily involved. The Cubs, who just lost two of three to the Pirates, have the Rockies, Braves, and Brewers. The Marlins, they've got the Mets, Brewers, and Pirates. The, that's long. so. In reality, for the Padres, this this aligns good for the well for the Padres and the Reds. The Cubs have really hit a mark, hit, hit a rough stretch. I think they've lost ten of thirteen. Excuse me, ten of thirteen, and they're not playing great right now. Um, the Marlins just lost two of three to the New York Mets. You know, and, and those teams—the Marlins, Cubs, and Reds—and let's be honest, no one's, with the exception of the Cubs, no one saw them come. The Marlins and Reds have shocked the world. Uh, and I'll tell you this: if, I, if you're in the National League right now, you do not want the San Diego Padres getting the playoffs. Don't want it. Now they may not have Manny Machado, who's had some elbow issues. They may not have you, Darvish, but they're still really good. And and let's be honest: the leader right now for them has been Juan Soto. You know, Fernando Tatis is great. Soto's been red hot. And it, it really begs the question that this begs the question for them. If they miss the playoffs, Soto's entering the final year of his deal. He, he's up after this next year. They've got a lot of people locked up. Tatis, Machado. Do they consider maybe moving Soto again after getting so much for him or giving up so much for him? They move him again, kind of replenish it a little bit. That that would be the, the, the interesting question. Now, they're not giving him up just for prospects. They would give him up for guys who can help them win now. But I, I think that's a really interesting dynamic here that the Padres are going to have this offseason because Soto's playing really well. They just have to figure this thing out. Because with or without Soto, I think they're extremely talented. But we, we, we digress. Uh, but anyway, the NL wild card, the Phillies, uh, are playing. Uh, five games up. The Diamondbacks are two games up. Marlins and Cubs are tied for that last spot with the Reds a half game. The Giants three games out and the Padres four. And, and I, I I can't believe the Padres are still still in this thing. So American League, the Rays are up nine games with the the Blue Jays a half game in front of Texas and Seattle. And then the Yankees are nine, uh, seven and a half back. The Yankees aren't making. So, so, so I'll, I'll just say because they're not eliminated, eliminated that they're seven and a half. It's really 
it's really five teams for two four teams for two spots. Toronto, Texas, Seattle, add in the Astros in the AL West. And as luck would have it, the biggest series of the weekend legitimately takes place in Arlington. Mariners, Rangers, the Mariners last 10 games. Seven with the Rangers starting tonight and three with the Astros. That three this weekend in Arlington, they go home, three with the Astros, four with the Rangers. And the pitching matchups look, look like this. Uh, tonight, it'll be Bryce Miller versus Dane Dunning. Tom, uh, Saturday will be Logan Gilbert against Jordan Montgomery. And Sunday will be Bryce Wu versus uh, Nathan Avaldi. And I, I did the, the ESPN pitching probable thing uh, earlier this morning. If everything lines up for the Mariners, Luis Castillo and George Kirby are expected to start the last two games of the season. It, it, listen, all you need is a chance if you're the Seattle Mariners. And they're going to have one with those two guys. I trust them more than I trust Texas right now. Texas has a lot of injuries on their pitching staff. The offense has been up and down and inconsistent. I just like Seattle's pitching. I love their pitch. Their rotation is really good. They got a really good bullpen. Julio Rodriguez is playing really well. They're getting contributions of other guys like J.P. Crawford. The Mariners, I think, are the team. I, I think the Mariners. I think the Mariners and the Astros are the two teams who wind up in. I think the Rangers are the odd team out here. I, I just think because for for the Astros, they're playing this weekend against KC. And then after they play Seattle, they close the week. Uh, they close the year out in Arizona. Now those games may not mean anything to the Diamondbacks. They may have clinched that second wild card. But I'll say this: if they matter for the Astros, which I think they will, but the Astros just got to take care of their own business tonight, this weekend. Beat up the Royals. Don't overlook it. Royals just beat you up a little bit. But go beat up the Royals. Let Texas and Seattle Duke get out on their own and take care of your own business. And let, let's be real honest with that. Because for the Astros, you know, tonight you're going to get, you get your guy Framber Valdez on the mound. Tomorrow you will have, or Saturday you will have J.P. France, who's had a really nice year. And then Sunday you've got Hunter Brown, 
And that kind of aligns perfectly because that means on Monday. You got Verlander. How about this matchup? Monday. Verlander, Justin Verlander against Luis Castillo. So, listen, you're in a position if you're the Astros, you're up a half game or whatever it is. Take care of your own business because you're going to gain ground on someone. Whether it's the Mariners or the Rangers, someone's going to fall back a little bit. So let those two teams duke it out. You figure your, you take care of your own business, and you're going to win. You're going to win either way because somebody is going to remain close to you. But Mariners Rangers, it's the biggest series of the year, and it's it's really is it's just a massive, massive series. So you have that. Uh, Rays, Blue Jays in the American League as well. The Rays are now only, I think they're only a game, they're only a game and a half back of Baltimore in the ALE, so that race isn't over. You know, so so you get some things here. National League. Cardinals, Padres is big for the Padres, Giants, Dodgers. Brewers, Marlins. It's a massive one. Marlins in that wild card. Brewers are looking to uh, clinch the central. I think their magic number is at two. Uh, looking to make the playoffs for the fifth time in six years. Yeah. You know, you got. It, it, it's we're, we're nearing the end folks we're nearing the end it's a great it's gonna be great the last week you can ask for better dramatics if are you gonna say the Mariners last 10 games Rangers Astros Rangers it doesn't get better than that because those games matter it's going to be a fantastic stop down, fantastic stuff down the stretch. They're into the final laps, as you could say. I'm excited. If you're not excited for this, you're not a baseball fan. But anyway, check out this podcast, any other podcast. Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsatsanityork.com. Blogs, logs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Follow us on the socials at S Insanity Real. Also on Facebook. And until next time, I'm Mike Griffin. Thank you for listening to the Batter Up podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network, sponsored by the Dugout of Millwood. Take it easy, everyone, and I'll be back with you next week to preview the week, the final week of the Major League Baseball regular season. Take care. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network.